The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up using promo code WMVP at sportsbook.draftkings.com. I've done it once. It's really? fun. Yeah. Is it? It's a good Did you go to a drinking one? or a- Yes, drinking okay. one. Were you hammered when no, you... No, right. not hammered. Right. Would, it, would you do it again, or is that like a one-time thing, and then you're like, ah, I've thrown some axes, I I'm think done. I would go, if people who had never been there wanted to go, I'd do it again, but I it would not be like a yearly occurrence. A couple I'd times... Re- like, See, I'd like I like bowling. I like to bowl. I don't I bowl was a just ton, thinking but I like too. Bowling. I need to go bowling soon. Yes, I would much rather go bowling than axe throwing. I think I'd rather play darts than axe throwing. Oh, I don't too. like darts either. I used to love darts. I used to love to I play love darts. cricket. Really? Yeah, they used to be my game for darts. Did you used to have a dartboard at your house too? Uh, when I was a yeah, when I was a, a kid growing up in high school, yeah. I had a dartboard. We used to have all that stuff. Don't have it anymore. What do you mean? Like you, you used to have dartboard. Used to have pool, pool tables. Not pool tables in the basement in pieces. It's not. It's not put together. We have a ping pong table, but it takes up a lot of room yeah. for in the yeah. basement. Then, like when we set it up, then yeah. the kids can't do a lot of stuff, and they're too young so, to play beer pong. So, really, what the use right, is? It? That's right. And you also have a papa shot, don't you? We have a papa shot. Yeah, we love the papa shot, and the kids like to just chuck. You know, Chuck Reese, pretend that they're Steph or, or yeah, Clay. Exactly. All right. Um, so the hatchet. I think this is uh, in Cleveland. I think this is Cleveland, Ohio, downtown Cleveland. Yeah, because it sounds like, you know, like a nerdy thing that you would do in Ohio. I'll go. I'm going to go yeah. Cincinnati. Oh, wow. So this is an analytics play for you, Miller. Yeah, yeah I'm going to go Florida. We can't let uh, Florida be unselected on a Friday. Give me Florida. It took place in Escambia County, Florida. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. You say it was such a defeat, too. Like, you're so disappointed in us. What happened? So, what happened? So, uh, yeah, a guy spilled beer on another guy. He uh, allegedly grabbed a hatchet and began swinging wildly towards the victim, striking him several times. Wow. That's awful. Is the guy all right? Uh, The victim was able to escape and find deputies. So... I'm trying to see. Uh, victim was treated for his injuries at the hospital, and that's the extent. Have you seen the uh, story? This has nothing to do with Florida or Ohio. It just has to do with beating somebody up. The like a lot of times, it's the coach beating up the referee. Uh, did you see the referee beat up the coach in a high not. school game? Yeah, I didn't see that in a basketball game that's in California. Awful. How old were the kids? I think it was high school. Really? It was a high school game. That's not good. And the, the coach was t- like riding the ref a bit. Yeah. And then the ref got annoyed and, and walked up to the coach and just punched him in the face. That sucks. And knocked him down and then continued to punch him. There's video on TMZ of it. Yeah. That's awful. All right. It's crazy. Uh, Doug Kazarian is brought to you by your local Chicagoland Toyota dealers. Uh, let's get to Doug. We asked him... Uh, if uh, he is uh, thinking that the Bears could be a sneaky play once again this week. I do. I lean that way. I I, I got to be honest, guys. After I saw him play in preseason, I thought about betting him, like, I want to say 50-1 to 1 to lead all rookies in passing yards. And I ended up not doing it just because I thought there was just, you know, the Bears were just enamored and pot committed to fields. And I just didn't think there'd be any way he could play out, you know, even if he, even if he, you know, spelled him for like four weeks, he wouldn't get the, keep the starting job kind of thing. 
Um, but my point is, I like him. I like him. I watched him in the preseason. I think he's legit. Herbert and the Chargers are shaky, but also recency bias is a thing with NFL handicapping. That's why people have such a hard time with it. You got to project. You can't look at what happened, right? I mean, so the Chargers have looked shaky, blah blah blah, but they've also played like the Chiefs and the Cowboys. They should have like a breakout game. That's my concern. And the Bears, they're still not a good football team, right? Great. Congratulations to beat the Raiders. Um, they got issues. They got serious issues, and uh, it's not just with quarterback limitations right now. So wait a minute. You really were thinking about playing Tyson Bajan at 50-1 to 1 to lead all rookie quarterbacks with C.J. Stroud, with Bryce Young, with uh, the kid in Indy. I know he's hurt now, but with, with, with all the rookie quarterbacks, that was a thought in your brain. Yeah, so I bet Richardson a 10-to-1 because I said Stroud stinks and is likely to get hurt. Not Stroud, sorry. Um, Bryce Young is limited. He's tiny. He's probably going to get hurt, and he's not very good uh, for NFL standards. And then I didn't know much about Stroud, but I knew the Texans weren't a rookie quarterback away from being decent on offense. And so I was like, well, what if this guy is like really good, kind of like Russell Wilson was his rookie year, and then he got the starting job and then just outplayed and maybe if Fields got hurt. I mean, 50-to-1 doesn't take a whole lot for me to take a – bite of the pot, you know, bite of the apple. Mm. Okay, well, let's let's stick with this this prop bet then. Tyson Bajant is, I believe, the number for passing yards in this game is is over under two, uh, 201 and a half. Would you yeah. then against o- over a... Tra- all day. Over okay, all over day. All day. Okay, because the Chargers give up 310 yards per game. They're dead last in pass defense, so yeah, you would take the over. throw a bunch because I think, I think the Chargers are going to have, like, a breakout game. I wish the Chargers were coming off a big win here. I would love the eight and a half, but or plus eight and a half. But I just think you're getting the Chargers team that needs a win off back-to-back losses. Like it's a little dangerous to be taking the plus eight and a half, as shaky as the Chargers have been. Like this could be a get-right game, so to speak. So maybe the best play to make is the one I just mentioned: over two hundred and one so. passing I think that's yards. The right play. There you go. I'm good for something. Well, every and, now and, and then that uh, that Jonathan Hood. Um, Tyler Scott bet is a really good Doug. That's our tip to you. I don't know if you know who Tyler Scott is. He's a rookie wide receiver on the Bears. It is a a guy that he has had chemistry with because he's played with the backups. And he hit, it was, I think, at 15 and a half yards was his prop bet this week and last week, too. And he hit that, I think, in the first quarter last week. Yes. So if you want oh, a wow. Bears prop pet, uh, Tyler Scott over receiving yards is the way to go. That's our tip to you. And if he gets 10 yards, you didn't hear this from us. Yes, right. Correct. Yeah. Correct. That's funny. <laughs> no attri- no attri- attribution necessary, though. <laughs> that, that's a really interesting thought on, on this game because everyone initially, the number, I think, to start the game was uh, on Sunday night, I think it was nine, and then went down to eight and a half. But it's an interesting take. You're right. Not, and not they also played the Dolphins, I think, early in the year. So while I may not be a true believer in the Chargers, I think that this is a get-right game situation for them. But we'll find out. Mm-hmm. Tell us what you think about the Packers and the Vikings. But I don't want to watch it. <laughs> the, Pack- <laughs> the Packers are a bad team. Yes. They just are. I mean, let's, let's call it what it is. They're yeah. not good. Jordan Love may stink, right? He wouldn't be the first quarterback to stink, right? And we may just have to accept that. And they have issues across the board. And Lafleur's good. Obviously, he's been impressive in some ways. But sometimes coaches are better when they have a great one of the greatest players of all time. 
So they're, 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 I just don't want to watch them. I just can't bet the Vikings off the big win. You know that's recency bias, like the biggest trap I've ever seen. But the, when are the Packers going to get it turned around? Like I'm sick of waiting for them. But what, just when you bet, just when you think you're ready to bet against them, we see a performance like the Patriots last weekend. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Just when I was out on the Patriots, they pull. Right. I, I've been betting them or at least picking them uh, every week until last week. Um, what about Lions on Monday Night Football as we finish up the division? Take, uh, they were awful last week against the Ravens. And then uh, the Raiders, who we had just seen, um, they take on the Lions. It's, it's eight on the spread. The Lions are an eight-point favorite. What do you think there? So... I throw out the Lions game last week. I think it was just a horrendous spot. Goff is not good outdoors, especially in wind. He's just not that great of a quarterback, and those are the elements, and he just don't count on he's a California kid, whatever, played his high school college ball and most of his pro career there. I I would bet the Lions in this spot. I would definitely put them on a teaser. The Raiders are not mature enough to handle success and do things on the road and all that stuff. I mean, they just that's just who they are. And whether you have changed quarterbacks, changed coaches, whatever, like they're just not that good. Do they have playmakers and can burn you every once in a while? Sure. I mean, Max Crosby can maybe change an entire outcome of a game. Devontae Adams can do that. But they're also just a losing situation with their coach and their organization. And they, you can, they're unreliable to a T. So I would bet the Lions minus the eight. I would definitely put them in like every single teaser this weekend. What do you like most on the NFL slate this weekend? You know, it's a tough card, kind of like the college, although you should have more because there's no, you know, there's no buys this weekend. I, I like the Rams plus the six. I think that's an interesting play. I think the Cowboys up a bye, maybe a little sluggish there. It's hard to go against the Titans as a home dog, so but I do like them. I mean, teasers are the way to go. If you can tease the Titans up to eight and a half, Lions minus two and a half, that's a, or minus two, that's a very good teaser. So that would be my favorite play for the weekend. I mean, Think about it. You're getting the Titans at home plus eight and a half in a game that is an over under thirty five and a half. That's just that's just great value. So it's just hard to like really articulate that. I'm on the under forty seven in the Chiefs and Broncos game, right? I, I, I've given up mm. on this Broncos offense, but the defense can do some things, and maybe I think it's going to be a flat performance from the Chiefs, just given you know the big win they're off of and things along those lines. So that's what I have for now, but it. It's tough, man. It's, this is the time of year where the NFL gets really, really tight. The market has sort of settled and matured, and we kind of know every team who they are. And you just have to always handicap and play amateur psychologists. And that's really, you know, that's why I said be careful. The Vikings overreacting to the big Monday night win. Are they a team that can handle success and then channel it and get up for the Packers game? Maybe. I'd be very nervous, though. Um, like the Texans. Should the Texans really be three-point favorites? at Carolina off a bye? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe Carolina's that limited, but I, I, I wouldn't lay points with that Texans team on the road, and, and including the full three. What about a game here I'm confused about, then we'll go to college. Is is the Bengals uh, a four-point dog at San Francisco without Brock Purdy here? So I thought Sam Darnold would be the better quarterback for this team coming into the season. I didn't realize how much Purdy could improve while nursing an injury in the offseason. Shanahan, don't underestimate him with a guy like Darnold. He made Nick Mullins look like an NFL quarterback. And the guy really should be out of the league. He's a backup right now. But Shanahan will be just fine with Darnold. All his throws will be around the line of scrimmage, bubble screen, swing passes, and they'll be fine. 
and they're off back-to-back losses. So you're getting a motivated Niners team. But Joe Burrow's dangerous to bet against. I'm on the under in that game, 43-and-a-half. I think that's the right play. I think the Bengals' defense can do enough, and the Niners' defense will be ready. Although I will say that those trenches have not gone their way the last two weeks. They got no sacks on Cousins, although they got some pressure. And then the Browns dominated them in the trenches. So I, I just I think proceed with caution there, just fading Darnold because of the Shanahan factor. But I also think we're going to have a tight game, and I don't want to lay four with the Niners either. All right, Saturday. Uh, I, you know, you go through the list, and as you mentioned in the NFL, it's kind of a light card or something that doesn't really interest you or inspire you. But you've got Oregon at Utah. Is that the top game? How do you see this one play out? Yeah, we have two ranked matchups. This one will really factor into the Oregon's you know quest to get to the Pac-12 title game, maybe a rematch with Washington. Every sharp and every respected guy I know is on the home dog. I mean, it's hard not to be with the Utes having not lost at Rice-Eccles in three years. And their physicality is a thing. I'm just telling you I like Oregon. And there's no like, oh, the books are tricky. No. I think Oregon's defense is much more legit than we've seen in years past. Dan Lanning is implemented. He came over from Georgia, was the former coordinator on defense there. And he's got these guys playing some defense, right? And then the offense can handle this. And I just think Utah was carved up by USC. Like, USC with those athletes and Caleb Williams was scoring at will in the second half. It's just the Trojans' defense is just pitiful. But Utah's quarterback, Cam Rising, he's officially out for the year. I think Oregon's defense, I don't think the youth offense can match what Oregon can do on offense through over the, through the, throughout the course of four quarters. I'm not betting it because the Sharps and the respected guys I know are on them, on the dog, but I'm, I'm, not, I'm not betting the dog either. But I, I am off of U.S. Sorry, I am off of Oregon because those guys are all betting the dog. But I, 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 think, I, I think Oregon wins and covers here. Wow. Doug Kazarian joining us. Let's keep it on the West Coast. We could be ESPN LA here for a second. Because you, and I think you, you slipped there with USC. Um, and, and we're all things Caleb Williams lately. And he is really, a lot of people have soured on him recently with his performances. Um, they're all the way down to number 24 now. Um, they're a 10.5 point favorite at Cal. Do, do they get right? They should. I'm worried about the early kickoff. I, I, I just worry that they're going to be a little sleepy, and, the, and they're, they're at Cal here. But I don't see how – like, USC can score at will. I don't think the Bears can on the Trojans' defense as bad as that USCD is. I would be inclined to lay – if this were a late afternoon start, even at berserkly, as some people like to say – uh, I would lay it with USC. I don't. I think Cal gets whooped here, but I just don't trust this USC team because they're, yes, they're still in the Pac-12 title hunt, but they have two losses. Now there's Lincoln Riley and Caleb Williams rumors to be a package deal to go to the NFL next year. I, there could be some dysfunction here, and Justin Wilcox is a good coach. So I mean, as unsexy as it says, like I pass, but I'd be very careful trying to play catch up. If you've missed some opportunities to bet against USC, don't don't unload on the the Bears here. I don't know if this is the best situation for that. What do you like most on Saturday? So I'm on the underdog in Kentucky against Tennessee. So so Kentucky's coach they lose to Georgia and then he complained. He's like, well, we don't pay our guys as much as they do. Blah blah blah. And then they got whooped in Missouri. I think they needed a hard reset and they get it off the bye. So they're at home catching three and a half, and you got Tennessee coming in town having just played. At Alabama, and I think that takes its toll on you physically, much like Kentucky wasn't ready 
to play Mizzou after losing to Georgia, just the physicality in that game. But I think they're catching them at a good spot. Tennessee's quarterback, shaky. I'm grabbing the three and a half with, at home with the Wildcats. I do like that play in that regard. But I also like a few other uh, home dog situations. So Ohio State, you know, your Big Ten country. I like whiskey at home, man. Now it sucks that Mordecai's hurt and not going to play. And this line would be a lot shorter. But I think the plus 14 and a half at Camp Randall should be a nice atmosphere. And they're going to try to run on this Buckeyes team. And maybe they, look, maybe Ohio State has figured it out. They've, you know, they've covered last week, covered the week before. They hadn't been doing that well against the number four. Maybe they're hitting that mid-season peak, if you will, and sort of playing the marathon, not the sprint. But I like the Badgers plus the 14 and a half. I really do. And, you know. How about it, the total it, in I, that game, Doug? Well, well, we got some weather, and we could have a grinded-out game, and maybe Ohio State's defense is that good. But 45-and-a-half under is the only thing I would play. I just got burned on the whiskey under last week, so I'm a little gun-shy there. But I think I think the under is the way to go. And I do, speaking of totals, I do like some totals. First of all, this Duke defense is, is legit. It's top five, and, you know, it, it, you don't, you're not, your eyes do a double-take seeing it next to Georgia and some other stout defenses that we've become we've come to know in college football, but the Duke D is really good. Just got away from them uh, in the fourth quarter against Florida State last week, but that's because their quarterback was out. And the backup is bad. So Riley Leonard's questionable and all that stuff. Um, I like the under in that game because if Riley Leonard can't go, that Duke offense can't do anything. So they're playing Louisville. The number's 46. I like the under because the Duke Blue Devils defense will keep you in the game. So I like that of all the totals the most. I'm going to go under in the clemson weight game. Clemson's offense is shaky. We know that. Dabo can't figure this team out, but their defense does enough. These numbers are too high. Clemson and Wake under, I like. Although, I will say Wake's tempo is concerning because they do want to run. Hurry up, but maybe they don't want to do that against the Clemson team. So, I like that as an under as well. There's there's weather in Nebraska-Purdue game. I'm leaning Purdue in that game. Nebraska stinks. Uh, yeah. Purdue has shot themselves in the foot a lot. They've moved the ball between the 20s. They're kind of like the Vikings. Their record should be better than they are than it is because of who you know, they have more talent than their record indicates. I think Purdue's kind of comparable to that. So taking a short dog there, I do like that. And I've heard good things on UTSA, the Roadrunners, uh, laying 18 against East Carolina. They should win this by 20-plus and open up a can on East Carolina. I love it. I love the lingo, too. So you can get the, the new show, OnlyPlayers.com. The show is called Wager Watch with Doug Kazarian, Correct. Yeah, so we launched basically like a media company, media network, like a gambling media. So it's uh, going to have a lot of entities as we evolve. So I'm going sort of the entrepreneur startup route, but this has been, you know, they've already been established. I joined them, and, you know, basically it's anybody who goes to the website sees all of our content. So the overarching uh, sort of mantra, if you will, it's just like short, succinct, to the point. It's not going to be hours and hours of content. We do have a 30-minute show in bite-sized segments, you know, we have fun fun names like College Rush. We just rip through a bunch of college games. Uh, my, my dog, Arthur, has King Arthur's Court. We have a, his underdog of the day, things like that. So we do, we do still have fun, but all the videos there, on-demand, articles, obviously, and it's just like a little homepage of a bunch of betting content that I have basically signed off on everything, and I'm uh, obviously the on-air uh, host or talent to it all as well. You're great at what you do. We love having you, Doug. Thank you. And Thanks, great. Doug. Best of luck, okay? Thanks. You got it, fellas. Appreciate it. There you go, Doug Kazarian. Each and every what a great Friday. Phone. Yes. Great phone. Formerly of uh, ESPN, and now he is on uh, 
his own platform, and you got all the information right there. Are you uh, using any of the bull stuff uh, tonight uh, for your like it, love it? No. No? No. I, I, I even I, thought about that. I did gamble on the bulls for I tonight. Did too. I have them as well. They're, they're playing tonight. I know that's probably under the radar for a lot of people. No. Uh, Toronto, right? little rematch yes. of the uh, first playing game. Sure. I think Is DeMar's the daughter going to be there? That's right. I forgot all about that. Remember the screaming during the free throws? Won them a game. Yeah. I would assume she'd be there. It's not a school for night. Let's just yeah. measure the lack of an excitement with regard to this Bulls team now versus a couple of years ago. It's Meanwhile, it's uh, unbelievable. puck drops in Vegas in 40 minutes for the Hawks. That's right, an early start. Wow, that's... That, wow. The afternoon Vegas game for the yeah. Hawks, but it starts 5 o'clock here. They're 7-0, and aren't they? Or have they played since... Yeah, no, you're right. They're 7-0. and the, the Knights. Yeah, not the, not the Black No, Hawks. not the Hawks. No, they've played all the teams who have, undefe- who have been undefeated. They've had to play Boston twice, yes. and now they're playing uh, Vegas, who's 7-0. and what a start. It has been a very difficult schedule to begin the season. Yeah, yeah. well, look, and then uh, he'll know after starting as a rookie, Bedard, as an 18-year-old, he's already faced the meat grinder. It only gets easier from here. Put the biscuit in the basket for me, will you please? Or taste the biscuit. And then put the biscuit in the basket. We did not get biscuits this week from Kentucky Fried Chicken. Well, I mean, does, does your car not go through the drive-thru at Kentucky Fried Chicken? It will not, no. No? Okay, it will well, not. Then, no. No. That's why I asked you to do it. Did you ask me to do it? Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't recall. Well, maybe you ought to listen every now and again. Taste the biscuit. All right. Uh, well, that's how we were celebrating Bears victories. Tyler, let me give you the keys to my car. Any chance you can run to the local KFC Where's and bring us some KFC? KFC? Now we gotta wait. For, we gotta wait for uh, Monday. Now we can't do it now. Got to win two in a row. Is that a winning the, streak? Do you know the last time we've won two in a row? I know. It, 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 you told me. Are we me. really going to, to deprive ourselves of biscuits until they win two in a row? You were burping up a storm earlier. Your whole I'm stomach ready to was go off. Now. now you're back. Yeah. Look at your hair. It's great. My hair's great today, isn't it? What's wrong with my hair? Do you know how many people my age would kill to have this hair? Oh, I know. You're, you're right yeah. about that. Got a full head of hair. It's not bad for an old man. That's right. It's not gray either, ladies and gentlemen. Mine is. Very gray. But I have it. Which is good. So I'll take one out of the two. All right, coming up next, uh, like it, love it. And then what to watch for. And then we'll talk to the voice of the uh, Chargers, at least the analyst part of that, Daniel Jeremiah from the NFL Network. It's all coming up next. Taste the biscuit. Taste the goodness of the biscuit. ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. You're listening to Waddle and Sylvie. Watch us and join the chat. Follow ESPN 1000 Chicago on Twitch.tv or the Twitch app. Just a little taste of it. Trying our uh, pick'em segment for the NFL. I don't think we need to update the records from last week. Just get into the picks. That's what people come here for. Just the picks. Sounds like things didn't go well. Who? Huh? What? Who said that? I said it just sounds like yeah. it. Did something go wrong over there last week? What'd you have last week? I don't even remember what you had. What'd you pick? Would you like a refresher? Oh, no. Well, let's just get to right to the picks. Waddle, 
Go ahead. What'd you have? What'd, What'd you, your what you had last week? Well, I don't, Tyler, did, did, you, did you vault up the? Did you vault up the? Uh, I did. I had a, well, then, I had a perfect yeah. weekend. Well, then you know what? We've been Six busting points. your balls. Let's let's go. You tell us how you did. Uh, I I went a perfect three and zero last week. Good job. Good job. Thank did you. you move out Thank of the you. cellar? Uh, no, I just created a tie in the cellar oh. with, with Jeff Meller. So we're tied at nineteen so points apiece. Cellar Meller. Cellar Meller. Uh, okay. Sylvie in second with twenty three. Despite what did you do his last goose week? egg last week? What was you? What did you pick last week? Uh, I did cash in on the over on DJ Moore on DraftKings because I got in early in the week, but not at what it was on Friday. Um, I I had the Lions who got boat raced by the Ravens. You spit some oats on your watch. Yeah, still eat it. Uh, it's my watch. And then I, I forgot what my third pick was. It was the Tampa Bay minus two and a half. I picked Tampa. Who were they playing? Uh, the Falcons. And remember I that, them that too. game was I just them too. agonizing to watch. It was, and the Falcons should have beat them by by twenty. Yeah. It was they were you lucky they were three even times in the, yeah. inside the ten. Yeah, yeah twice Desmond the Ritter. Goal line. I had them in that game as well. That was the only one I missed, though, wasn't so, it? Correct. You, so Waddle, you got another four point. How many did Waddle get? Waddle picked up four. Wow. So he's up to twenty nine on the year. Wow. Do you know what the, you know? You made the analogy, Waddle, of doing the Jalen Johnson there, Waddle. Pay me. Yeah. Are you wearing orange sleeves? I am. Underneath, yeah. Kyle Long made an orange sleeve reference, too, about Jalen Johnson. I think it was. Um, we have, yeah. Was that him? It's in, yes, yeah. yes. We'll play that later, but he also noticed that. He said, enough of the orange sleeves. Like, you got to. Well, I thought Tom Thayer makes the, the best point of all is, is why draw attention to yourself with regard right. to the officials? Right. They are able to see you. Breaking the rules and cheating. And and he, again, on Captain Jay Hood, mentioned that the first pass interference call was made by the official who was calling it from behind because he was able to see yep. the orange on the white uniform. And maybe if you're wearing, the, as Eberflu said, white jersey with white gloves against, or the white undershirt uh, with the white gloves against the Raiders' white jerseys, it blends in more, and you won't be able to tell if he arrived just a tad too early. You can easily tell when Orange gets there Absolutely. early. It was a bad decision on his behalf. But really quick, the um, analogy you meant, uh, you said about the NFL games being bad and how you're still eating the meal despite hairs in it. Yeah. I, I think that there's a better one because no one will really eat a meal with hairs in it. I think watching NFL games these days is like going to a, your favorite dive bar. Like, a dive bar, it may be gross inside. Your feet may stick to the floor. And it's cheap. It's not glamorous. But it's still your bar. Do you know what I mean? Whatever makes you feel good. I, uh, but I was trying to think what makes sense because again last night there was nothing pretty about it. We all tune in. Nothing will make us go away. But certainly it's not it's not a place that's this warm and comfortable place. There were hairs in my salad in week six. But you would never like I I know that you would never eat. I did I watched it? I, I, I want to see you do it. Here's what I'm going to do. Up. Here's what I'm going to do. I am going to put hairs in your salad. We're going to, and I wanted to see you eat it on the show. 
But that doesn't make any sense because but you, that's what I'm, I'm saying. Eating, I'm eating uh, the the NFL. I'm doing it. Like it's but that's you what I'm eating. That's, that's my point. You would never eat hairs in your salad. If it meant I got a chance to watch the NFL, it would. I'd sit down at a salad bar with hair everywhere and still consume it if, in fact, the NFL was on my television okay, Never mind. Screen. Go ahead with your pecs. Wait, you're the one that brought this up. I'm just saying that, like, a dive bar is, is gross and it still isn't, for many people, pleasant, but it's, a, for many people, a place that they still love going to. Okay. You don't get it? I... I I, I, my brain moved past it already. Okay, go ahead. Uh, my like is over 15 and a half receiving yards for Tyler Scott. Thought it was a great play that uh, I first heard uh, Jonathan Hood talk about last week. I still believe at 15 and a half, I think they're going to have to throw the ball this week. So uh, I believe these guys have a little bit of a uh, little connection here. So over 15 and a half receiving yards for Tyler Scott. So the dive bar is a good. No, um, I am going with. The Lions again. I I screwed up on them last week. Tell me about the dive bar instead. They are an eight-point favorite. They just lost it right here, too. Who are they playing this week? The Raiders, the Raiders. who suck. They suck. The Should Raiders. we be back this week? They're back at home, and they will, they will be looking. That coach, Dan Campbell, will have them ultra-focused, and they will want to get the bad taste out of their mouth. They will win by double digits against that crap show. Jimmy G was a full participant. It doesn't matter. Jimmy G is... I know he's better than what they had last week, but uh, they don't score with Jimmy G. How many are they given? Eight. Eight points. Yeah. Which one of you cellar dwellers wants to go next? I think I should give uh, Tyler honors because he's had such a hot week here. He's earned it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well... I will go with the uh, Patriots and Dolphins under 47 in that game. That seems very high for a divisional game. These two teams have already played each other once this year as well, and that went under the 47-2. So for a divisional matchup, especially one that they've already partaken in so far this year, I will take the uh, Dolphins and Patriots under 47. For my like it, gentlemen, I turn to an NFC North showdown as the Vikings visit the Packers in Lambeau Field. And after their display on Monday Night Football, where they handled the 49ers pretty impressively, I like the Minnesota Vikings laying one and a half against a Packers team that seems to be moving in the wrong direction if you're if winning football is what you like to watch. So uh, I like the Vikings minus one and a half. I was tempted. I was very tempted with that game. And I'll freely admit that is a game where you could certainly see the Packers covering or winning, and then it's just going to be, that's the NFL. It used to be, a, like, that matchup used to be one that you I looked forward to. Because that was a, th- th- those two teams used to get after you. I don't, like, Packers are just bleh. bleh. They're a, they're a bleh. boring team to they're watch. They're a boring team to watch. Mm-hmm. Do you know what they are? They're four hairs and a thumbnail in my salad oh, is gross. what they are. Thumbnail. Four hairs and a thumbnail. Uh, I love. I'm going to stick with the. Uh, I'm going to stick with the the uh, prop bets with the Bears. Did you know that the rushing total for Deontay Foreman is only 45 and a half? What's the? Uh, what are the odds there? I think it was plus, uh, minus 120. That's within the uh, the the bounds of uh, yep. or the. Uh, I believe is it. Am I right about that? Did is it minus 120? But I thought I think that number's low. 
Unless they think that, uh, you know, they're going to be forced to throw the football more because they're going to be in the trail position. But I like the number. I think they're going to, even with Roshan Johnson back, I think they can continue to give the football to a young man who uh, knows how to run with it. Saw that when he was playing for the... uh, Carolina Panthers. You are correct, and it's only minus 115. 115. So it's, it's, and it's 45 and a half. I love the over 45 and a half total rush yards Good for Deontay Foreman. I'm going to take your like, and I'm making my love of the Tyler Scott thing. I mean, think long, think wrong. They've got great chemistry. We ta- told Doug about this, and I think, again, you want the sluggo, too. Like, he could be a good candidate that they hit deep. Yeah. So... Tyler Scott, over 15 and a half yards. That's the play this week for me on my love. My love, I'm going to go to another total. The Indianapolis Colts and the New Orleans Saints, under 43 and a half. I know Indy played a high-scoring game last week. I don't think they'll be able to replicate that against this New Orleans defense. That really doesn't let a lot of teams go above 20. And the New Orleans offense does not impress me. I don't think either of these teams makes it above 20, under 43 and a half. A couple, couple of unders out of you. Yeah, the the unders have actually treated me well over the course of the year. Like, if you've seen how NFL play has just been this year, it's just been a low-scoring product. Mm -hmm. Defense catching up the offense. All right, boys, for my love, I'm going to ride with the Jacksonville Jaguars. They've won four in a row. They go into Pittsburgh. They're laying two points. But even last week, if you saw them against the Saints on Thursday Night Football, they managed to win that game in a fashion where they it felt like they could have definitely been more impressive. And the fact that they still got the job done against the Saints, I think shows a little bit of growth here. I think they're capable of playing better. And against the Pittsburgh Steelers offense that I do not trust in the slightest, I'm going to go ahead and love the Jaguars minus two on the road. But that, they're five and two now after they a are. one and two start. And they haven't played like, no, you know, a five right. and two team. No. Tyler, you know why the unders are hitting in the NFL? Why is that? It's a dive bar. And do you know, do you ever get a hookup in a dive bar? You ever hook up in a dive bar? Like in the bar, you go or to a like get bar? a number. You ever get a, get number, a number in a yeah. dive? Yeah. Very rarely. I mean, I would say more times than not, you don't. All we but had you in Boston under. was a dive bar. Mary Ann's was a dive bar. It was the only place we could go. I would go. say you're not really hooking up at a dive bar. Probably not. I, I don't think that you, there's, you know, that's why. So you're going under. That's why Tyler's going under. Fair enough. It's great logic, Tyler. Good Fair work. Enough. Good work. Good job, buddy. Uh, is it my turn? Little taste. Speaking of unders, I'm going under Ohio State and Wisconsin's total of 45 and a half. I wouldn't watch that game with your eyeballs. <laughs> so, and I believe really? Ohio State. I, well, their offense is not very good this year. Their defense is fantastic. And Wisconsin's without their starting quarterback, right? That may actually be a good thing. I don't know. Right. Who knows? It could be a boost for them. But I'm taking the under. I think that'll be a defense. That will be a rock fight. They'll roll around for three hours on Camp Randall's field. Isn't that where they play? Are we at an all-time low for a Big Ten football? No. Michigan's Michigan's rolling people. I know, but they're in a cheating scandal. Penn State. Cheating, uh, or cheating or just using, you know, using different methods. You Iowa tell sucks. Me. By the way, did you see the FBI like, is now on the campus going yeah. through stuff? Oh, really? Yeah. There's a lot of problems. And the, the thing is, is the these FBI? are all isolated incidents, too. Oh, they're so trying like, to get the, the FBI is not involved with the, the cheating scandal. What do you mean? No, this is about, there was a guy, there was a coach. An that offensive was, coordinator, yeah. Was, off, was using the company computers or the school computers 
without consent. He was doing something, and now the FBI is involved. They're Are on we the sure about this? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. They remember the Alan Williams reports, too. This Did they is from find the out Detroit what happened Free at the Press. guaranteed rate? Uh, that had nothing game? to do with Alan Williams. I'm just asking if they found out what that was. Did we ever truly Why find out what happened? Why don't you take the lid off that thing and just lick the inside more, of it? I, I, got one more, a lead, uh, I got one more chocolate chip. Now it's on your pants. Now the last chocolate chip is on your pants. One more chocolate chip. Now you're going to have to lick the chip off your pants. Who made the last pick? You'd, you'd think the guy hadn't had a meal in days. I hadn't. Sylvie's up. Cotton candy. Go ahead and have some of that. Guy with a kind. Uh, yeah. You don't see that every day. Right. A guy walking down State Street selling cotton candy. That might as candy. well be cotton crack right there. That's, I wouldn't buy it. My kids love cotton candy. I don't. I mean, but when you're a kid, everyone likes cotton candy. Yeah. Oh, that instantly you get home, you get a Benadryl for dessert. <laughs> That's what you get. If you get cotton candy during the day, you're getting a Benadryl for dessert. My uh, Another big number here, but... This was one of your unders, Tyler, because you know why? It's a dive bar. Um, the Dolphins minus nine and a half. I, I, I think that was a mirage with the Patriots. And I think the Dolphins, they want to get right again. And I think this is going to be another one of those romps down in the Miami heat. The Patriots suck, don't they? Yes, this is a two-touchdown win for the Dolphins Make against the three. Patriots. Make it three. Maybe it's a 20-point win. It probably should be. So minus nine and a half? Uh, no big deal. For my taste, I'm going to go with Jeff Miller's love, and I'm going to take the Jacksonville Jaguars minus two. I think this Jags team is is one that's finding their stride. And I don't know. Like, this Steelers team, everyone always talks about, like, oh, like you don't fade Tomlin as a dog. I don't feel that way about this Steelers team. I really don't. The offense just isn't there. So give You're me right. Jacksonville their, their minus defense two. Plays. Like I, I still would ride with their defense, but they're four and two. Like that's Jackson- one of the ugliest four yeah. and twos you'll find. Jacksonville has also improved drastically defensively over yeah. the course mm-hmm. of the year too. They've From- lost to the 49ers and the Texans. Those are the two losses for the Steelers this year. Speaking of those Texans, Tom, that leads me to my taste. What are the you tasting, Texans Jeff? Texans are taking on the Panthers in the showdown of the two top quarterbacks drafted in this last draft. C.J. Stroud heads to Carolina to take on Bryce Young, and I think we all know where my rooting interest lies as a Bears fan, and so I don't know if it's with my heart, but my head's telling me to play the Texans minus three and a half, so I will do that as my taste. C.J. Stroud right. and the Texans. I hope there's no slip-ups there. I'm trying to look at somebody was talking to me. Was it there talking? Somebody was talking about the uh, Carolina Panthers' remaining schedule that it was pretty manageable. That they for the may Panthers, be, right? For the Panthers, yeah. yeah they they could, may be able to squeeze out a couple of wins. Play the South, the whole division sucks. Yeah, they got so. the obviously the Colts. They get us. They get the Cowboys. They get the Titans, the Bucks, the Saints, the Falcons, the Packers, the Jags, and the Bucks. So. I'll still put my money on that being one or two. That's why it was big last week for some of those one-win teams to get a win. And hopefully some of those now two-win teams will get a win. We need Arizona to win. Arizona plays hard. Like I, I, I know. think that is when's Kyler is Kyler Murray playing well, this weekend? He's doubtful he's this doubtful. week. But he yeah, he did come off of the injury reserve. Right. And he wasn't listed on the Injury report. No this designation, week. right? Correct. So I think we're looking but at But how is he doubtful if he's not listed on the injury report? That is a fair question. But he was removed from the injury report. Wasn't that what happened with Braxton Jones this week, too? He's not, he's out, but he wasn't designated anything. 
I don't but, know the but, rules. But the rules are. He's still not off. He's just designated to return. And that's what, isn't that what Kyler is, too? Oh, so he's, yes. he's, he's not been the, activated. Yeah. Okay. No, he's Correct. designated yeah. to return. Okay. All right. Uh, there you go. Like it, love it. Uh, just a taste of it. And uh, coming up next are what to watch for heading into the weekend. Then Daniel Jeremiah, who we talked to earlier, we played you a sample of it. He's great at what he does. He is a, a guy who works for the NFL Network. He scouts the draft. He's scouted in the league. He is the analyst for the radio for Chargers games. He has very interesting takes on both Justin Fields and also Tyson Bajant. You'll hear that conversation coming up at 5, and it's Camp Miss. Listen to us now, live on the ESPN Chicago app. Listen to the show in HD at 100.3 HD2 FM. Listen now on ESPN 1000. This is Waddle and Sylvie, ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Waddle and Sylvie get you set for your weekend viewing with What to Watch For. What to Watch For is brought to you by Connie's Frozen Pizza. Call her 10 right now and you'll win pizza from Connie's Frozen Pizza. We had the uh, competition earlier this week. It was outstanding. Uh, I think if you sold that pizza, people would buy it. And I would buy your us. pizza. Yeah, both of us. Yeah, I'd buy them both. I would. But they were good. You know what I thought was best about both of them? We went heavy on the sauce. We both went <laughs> well, heavy yeah, on the you sauce. Gotta, and we did uh, a good amount of cheese and everything, right? Uh, I don't know if they make any money on those pizzas because we put quite a few ingredients yes, on did. them. Yes, we did. Um, so, uh, 312-332-3776, caller 10, wins pizza from Connie's Frozen Pizza. Um, here's what I'm watching. This is a new, it's like, it's new to me. I don't think this is really a new series, because I believe it first aired on Showtime. So, I don't know if, if you guys have ever brought this to the table on what to watch for. But it's now on Netflix. So this is one of these series that's been out there before. I think it aired uh, this year on, on Showtime. And it's called Super Pumped, The Battle for Uber. It's a seven-part series um, about how Uber started and how it got big. And it reminds me, I watched uh, episode one. It reminds me a little of uh, The Social Network. Remember the Facebook movie? This yep. is this is similar to that, and it's a lot of characters that you would know, a lot of actors that you would know, and so far so good. You know, um, I really like it. I don't know if anyone else has watched it, but I have not. I loved episode one. I think this is right up your alley, Waddle. I watch it. You'll, you'll I got to get to the old dad show too. Yeah, that's a movie. Movie. I got to get. To yeah, that's a movie. So again, it's called Super Pumped: The Battle for Uber. I believe it was originally on Showtime. It is currently residing on Netflix. Mel, you're going to choose to be uh, star of the World Series, aren't you? Or are you going? Uh, no, no, no. I got a TV series for you. I, here. You know what? I, I am in such a rut right now. I have nothing on my on my viewing plate except for there's one show Sunday night that I am excited to see, and I've told you about this. You used to be a fan of it. You're not any longer. But the series finale, not the season finale, the series finale of Billions will take place on Sunday night. And I'm actually looking forward to it. That's really the only thing on my list of to watch at the moment. 
but it's been a bounce back season. I, I was into this one, and it, and it got it got quite good. I'm entertained. Is there going to be a big uh, reveal at the end? Or I'm, I hope so. I hope so. Is it trending I will obviously watch it on delay because I'll be uh, dialed into Bears and Chargers on Sunday night. But I will before I tuck my little head to sleep on my pillow. I will watch Billions on yeah, Sunday. Yeah, you'll night. DVR it. Yeah. All right. So what do you got, uh, Meller? All right. Tyler. So uh, in similar vein to you, Sylvia, I got a docu series for the folks out there. I finished watching this last weekend. It's called Big Vape: The Rise and Fall of Jewel, which was, of course, the leading e-cigarette manufacturer back in the day watch it it's a four-part series each one's about 45 minutes to an hour so you could probably knock it out in about three three and a half hours um it was good i really enjoyed it and i liked it so much that i am going to make my kids watch it with me because i think it's really yeah i think it's uh it gives you good insight and my kids are you know my twins are 13 years old so i think i want them to understand what exactly the e-cigarette community was doing and why it, you know, is not good to start vaping if you can avoid it at, at all costs. So, uh, worth your time. And then if you want a... And he's going to sit the kids down for a dope-sick, uh, you know, watch watch a oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Keep the opioids, opioids out of their hands as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. Good call. Um, and then one, if you need a, a film, No Hard Feelings, the raunchy comedy starring Jennifer Lawrence is now available on Netflix. So, I'm going to check that out over the weekend. By, by the way, your uh, your movie that you recommended last week, I watched and I enjoyed. Like Fair, the second time in a row. Fair play. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, it was like not a four star one. No, but, but it was three. Good. It like uh, uh, again, like there's so much emphasis on streaming these long series. Sometimes it's good to watch an hour and forty five minute movie. You should watch it. I don't think you'd enjoy it. I'm in. What do you got, uh, Tyler? Uh, for mine, I don't know if this has been given out before, but it's the movie Dumb Money. I don't know if you guys are familiar with it. It's been there's been a few commercials for it, but it's about uh, GameStop. Remember the GameStop yeah, yeah. stock? Yeah, it looks like it's a funny movie. Yeah, so I, I think it's still in theaters right now, but it's a movie I do want to check out. Okay, there you go. What to watch for? Brought to you by Connie's Frozen Pizza. Daniel Jeremiah here, uh, coming up here in about three minutes on WMVP Chicago, ESPN 1000, and WSHEHD2 Chicago. Uh, I'll play you that. Daniel uh, works for the NFL Network, and also he's an analyst for the Chargers, and obviously scouts all this stuff, covers the combine, and, and covers the draft for the NFL Network. So he'll be really good. We taped this interview earlier, and it's can't miss. We'll play you this in about three to five minutes. Uh, Kyle Long was also on with our buddies over at PMT on Barstool uh, and uh, was great. Uh, I want to play you some of the stuff that he had to say about Tyson Bagent and also his days here with the Bears. It was good. Kyle's always a good storyteller. This is what Kyle Long had to say uh, about Tyson Bagent and what he likes so far watching him in his footwork. Tyson Bagent is obviously starting for the Bears right now. Justin Fields injured. I feel bad for Justin Fields because it feels like no matter what, it's not going to work out. But uh, this guy on Twitter who I've mentioned before, Robert Schmitz, he was the one who, who posted the initial video of Justin Fields taking a little bit slower in his dropbacks. Tyson Bagent is a lot quicker in his dropbacks. How... Important is that for an offensive line, even like a fraction of a second, does that 
make you guys that much happier where it's like he's getting to his spot so quickly we're going to be okay. It's not necessarily the getting to the spot quickly, which does matter. Yeah. I mean, you want to get to your spot quickly as a quarterback so that you can then what? Step up. Right. Or deliver the ball or get out of the pocket. And seeing Bajan be on time, we always hear uh, people say on schedule. Mm-hmm. Tyson Bajan was on schedule. There was nothing that he saw that thwarted his focus away from the guys down the field. And, you know, one of my pet peeves is when people say he keeps his eyes downfield. It's like, where the f*** are you going to look? You know what I mean? <laughs> uh-huh. He not only keeps his eyes downfield, he can make the throws when he's going outside the numbers, when he's forced off of his spot. He gets to his spot so quickly that he can see the danger coming if somebody gets beat and get off his spot quickly. Yeah. If you are oozing back to your spot, then it becomes a race to get out of there. He has his feet planted early, and the important thing is the ball's out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The ball's out, dude. And I remember when Russell Wilson was playing in Seattle,